they came back, they were founded before Minecraft and are now dominating the multiplayer space with no base game. Imagine what Minecraft, which with the base game that is the most successful game of all time could do if they adapted a model similar to what Roblox has done. The, the, we're going to be using like a recommendation system algorithm, right? And this is something that's still a little bit up in the air about how we're going to execute on it, but we've, we're putting a lot of thought into it, right? You can't win and become a successful business unless your consumers are happy. I, I, our, our, I, and honestly, like, I want to make cheating bans permanent. I, I thought it was really dumb that our old punishment system was, oh, you're fly hacking, you're cheating? Oh, 30 days. What? I love that answer, by the way. I really what? do. What? Like, come on. At, at, at a minimum, at a minimum, it should be a year. And then we, I, I reached out to DFAC and I was like, hey man, like, you know, are you all willing to sell? And it took, you know, it, yeah, it was, it was a process that I don't, no one, I'll just to be frank with you, no one other than me could have pulled off. Yeah, they've, they've been, oh, they've been like, I know Corey Way is like a big advocate for like adding esports to Minecraft speedrunning. So. There, were, there were some EULA concerns where people were trying to say like, too bad it breaks EULA. It actually doesn't. Alright lads, welcome back to Midweek MC, the part of podcast where I sit down with an amazing co-host who sadly this week isn't Captain Ajax as they're on holiday. However, they are replaced with Potato Pie 25 Hello, I, I'm excited to be on this. I haven't been on Midweek MC yet, but I, we've, we've got something special today. We've got something special cooking. We do, and we are joined with the amazing, I, I, apparently one of, one of, not the main, or not the only, sorry, owner of the brand new Mindplex. What's going on, guys? Thank you all for having me. Uh, I'm Sam. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a former Mindplex admin. I, I started kind of my uh, my career in gaming um, on Mindplex back in the day, playing champions, making clans. And then I eventually left because I didn't like the direction the company was going back in like 2017. And I've been playing Overwatch professionally and streaming Overwatch for the last six or seven years with a couple games mixed in between, but mostly Overwatch in that time frame. I, I'd, I'd love to get into the Overwatch stuff. However, this is this is strictly strictly Mindplex today. So. <laughs> Uh, just as interesting i hope yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah for, uh, more interesting yeah more interesting i think it's I, I, we're really excited about what we're doing so it's it's definitely got got my attention the last couple months it's been a good time and um, and we i i i assume i can speak for potato pie here we're excited to see what your plans are for mindplex and that's why we brought you on today absolutely to, uh, kind of find out a little bit before it gets published to like published yeah i no, uh, i'm glad to be here go ahead sorry i didn't I, want to catch you off my bad no no you're good i i do want to ask though because you mentioned it uh just uh before we get into talking about like everything else uh you you said how you didn't like the uh like direction that mindplex was going in 2017 what what direction was that and why didn't you like it it just seems like th there were a couple things that i didn't like i one i felt like we didn't stand up for ourselves enough um we there was just there just wasn't a big voice at the top that could compete with the ground level players right where like i think hypixel just really did a really great job like they were willing to go out there and be like oh you're this is getting copied or like you know they, they were out there they were talking they're talking they were competing really is what they were doing well we were kind of just not lollygagging but you know th th it was it was a little spineless to be honest with you and like there are good people right but you know sometimes you got to stick up for yourself and i obviously i've got no bad blood with hypixel i got nothing but respect for them and they they went out and they dominated i, I respect any competitor out there right um but we, we really didn't stand up to ourselves, whether it be from competition, internally in the community, uh, the, the direction that it seemed like the games were going, I just, it didn't really go in the same direction as uh, the the meta, if you will, yeah, um, for yeah. a lot of games. And and most importantly, though, the, the biggest thing was, you know, the, the ownership just kind of checked out, right? They They got what they wanted from it. And as time went on, it was really clear that it just, the, the players just were not going to get put first. And for me personally, 
I left a little bit earlier, and there's no shot at those guys, right? It's just my interests were very clearly elsewhere. I knew I wouldn't be fulfilled if I stayed on Mindplex. I was getting really into competitive Overwatch, and that was just kind of what led the decision for me to leave. And, you know, I was able to go out and compete in Overwatch, and I got rank one. I was very happy I made the decisions that I made, but, you know, it just was very clear there wasn't anything in the future for me at Mindplex. And that's just kind of what ultimately led to my decision to step down. It's not as like as a good as a comparison as that, but it's a bit like me. Like I used to make command block tutorials back like two, three years ago, and I, I always say this: they were making me good amounts of money, getting me good amounts of views. But it's just something I didn't want to stick to, so I turned to the podcast. So I turned two gameplay videos and then to the podcast. And the podcast isn't doing amazing right now, but it might be a bit like yourself, how like you ended up doing really well for me. And the same with you, Patel. You used to be a lifeboat. You used to work with lifeboat. I and did, ended yeah, up leaving, way back in the day. And he ended up leaving right before things started going a bit south. If if you you know pretty anything, much yeah any of it sam duff just didn't turn out to be that good with lifeboat in the end it takes time guys nothing nothing good happens overnight right like that's just that's just what it is it's, it's years and years of hard work it's like anybody who expects something big to come overnight like it's just not gonna happen and that's why yeah. you just gotta follow your passion follow your heart and that's what that's what's gonna take you in the right direction well exactly. that being said with nothing happening overnight let's talk about what mindplex is going to become over over a few months right so uh, the nostalgic Mindplex that we know and we love is essentially games. It's, it's a gameplay server like anything else, like Hypixel, like Lifeboat, like The Hive, all that kind of jazz. However, the way you've promoted it, and once again, this could be me just, you know, listening to it wrong or, or reading it wrong, and one, and that's why we've brought you on the podcast today to kind of clear this all up. Essentially, Mindplex is it's going to be like a gameplay server, but it isn't going to be like a Hypixel gameplay server. Does that make sense when I say that or no? Yeah, so, so basically, I get what you're saying, yeah. So that traditional classic Mindplex is going to exist, right? It's just going to exist within the, the infrastructure of what our new greater business picture is, right? So all of the traditional Mindplex, like when you log on to Mindplex, at least in the short to medium term, it's still going to feel like old Mindplex, right? Like you're going to log into the old hub. You're going to log into like all this old stuff. It just instead of some of our old games that we managed that weren't as popular, you're probably going to see some new community games as if, you know, it, comparatively, if you log in, it would be like a new game came out on old Mindplex. We are just actually partnering with Dev Studios to to help them push out the th their games and their stuff, right? So yeah, it's yeah. gonna feel like old Mindplex, but it's we wanted to do something to the bigger picture because what we had to ask ourselves is Minecraft or Mindplex rather really kind of broke the trust of a lot of players for obvious reasons, right? You know, I was out in 2017. Uh, many a lot of the people who stuck on, you know, were barely logging on at all, and it was pretty much just the featured uh, partner program server list just kind of carrying the network at that time. Like Java was so dysfunctional, yeah. nobody could even log on. Like you know, it was it was very clearly just unattended, right? Um, so you know, we we wanted to give something back to a lot of the developers and talent out there in the greater gaming space because, you know, it was more so a personal decision for me. Like, when I bought the company, I knew it was the first thing that I wanted to do. Um, you know, I, uh, I've i watched several of the games I love just not be treated properly, and I've just watched the player lose over and over and over again. And so I had to ask myself, what is, what's the thing that we could give back to the greater Minecraft community to get people interested again, right? And the ability to build games and actually put games out there at a reasonable price is reality is the best thing that we can offer like we can offer our infrastructure because there's so much talent out there there's so many cool things that could get pushed to live that never get to see the light of day even big awesome projects like skyblock isles right like uh even tubnet really struggled with it too is like just that infrastructure it, it's so expensive and it's so hard like you need to be well be well versed beyond minecraft development to publish anything to minecraft right and so that that was our goal was to kind of solve that problem i'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here which is i have to, i tend to do so do you guys need to raise me back in help me out with that right you're um good you're good to just speak away don't worry about it 
Yeah, but I, I think that kind of kind of answers it. You know, it's it's still going to be that old mindplex. We're able to capture everything, and like ultimately, we knew there'd be a lot of confusion with what we announced, right? Which is why we got out of the way early. Like we don't think that players are really going to understand what this thing is capable of until they actually have the games in their hands, and then they're going to sit there and they're going to say, "Wait a minute! All of my favorite games are back. They're being attended to by members of the community who actually have a chance to make a living off these games now because of the revenue share system, right? They don't have to worry about any of the overhead. I get more updates. I get more." More content and all of my games are back plus some and coming out more than ever right that that was kind of our, our approach to this and i think once players actually see what the studio is going to be capable of it's going to be a very different conversation so on that topic of like the development studio and everything it's kind of like a new concept for minecraft and minecraft servers right but we've like mm. seen stuff that's similar in the wider gaming world do you take any inspiration from stuff like roblox studio or minehut or is this like a completely new and different vision from you and the team at mineplex um so to, to be honest with you i i didn't know minehut existed until like well into our development that's i i loved their idea that just kind of re-emphasized you know hey like this kind of idea can work we're very different from minehut though and that you know my devs are going to get mad at me here because my analogies are really bad when it comes to what this thing's actually capable of it's <laughs> you know minehut kind of lets you host your own server right and right. like you can put your own plugins like ours is specifically tailored for game development so the analogy that i would use is like you know say you're sick or something right minehut is like a pediatrician right it works okay. and it's good like you go to the doctor right but when you find out that you have heart issues specifically and you want to go, you know, figure out how to solve your heart issues. You don't go to a pediatrician. You go to a cardiologist, right? Because they specialize in the heart. Very we specialize. <laughs> yeah, we specialize in game publishing and like game design, right? So like, you know, it's it's going to be a very different thing. And big kudos to Minehut. You know, they they're the, I think they're like the only network to really like come up and be thriving right in on the Java space um, over time. But yeah, that's kind of the that's that's a very loosey goosey analogy that I could use, and I hope that kind of helps people get a better understanding of of what we're trying to do. Um, what, what was the, oh yeah, the, the greater studio. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm really interested in game theory and game design, right? I pay attention to all these companies. I pay attention to the big winners in the space. Cause I just like to, I like to know, cause it, it shows you the trends and how the space is operating. I've always found that I, I have a real, real passion for the gaming industry and that goes well beyond, um, competing in esports or streaming. It goes into game design. It goes into business. Right. And I think, especially if you're going to be running a company in the space nowadays, you have to understand what's going on in the greater space. And to be frank with you, I, I love what Roblox has done with the space and they have killed it. They have think about this yeah. for a second, guys. Minecraft had a three zero lead in, in the in the NBA finals or in the I guess I guess you're not sure if you guys know that they they were dominating, right? It never should have gotten to the point where they could possibly lose. But in 2016, I remember this trend happening. That's when Roblox actually changed their EULA so that developers could monetize their game. Roblox had no base game, none, no base wow. game at all, right? It's just making multiplayer. And they came back, they were founded before Minecraft and are now dominating the multiplayer space with no base game imagine what minecraft which with the base game that is the most successful game of all time could do if they adapted a model similar to what roblox has done frankly like roblox uefn they've proved that that is the superior model and while minecraft has done nothing but stagnate for years roblox went from a you know they've been doubling their market cap every year i think they had they had 2.1 billion in revenue last year with 1.1 billion going back to creators right look at the ecosystem they've built and this was something that we all you know in 2016 2017 
mean, it wasn't even like a real competition. Roblox was coming up, but no one really, like, you know, it wasn't really compared to Minecraft. And look where it's at now, right? They just executed a better model. And so absolutely, I paid attention to it. Absolutely, 100%. That's I mean, awesome. Even to like kind of reiterate your point here, Fortnite did it as well, didn't they? Like they kind of took yeah. the whole idea of Roblox making new games and said to the Fortnite players like, yeah, Fortnite isn't falling off per se, but a lot of people are like, oh, I miss the old Fortnite, I miss the old Fortnite. All right, if you miss it so much, recreate it. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> and everybody's happy, right? Like you have news now. I will say, I think uh, what's interesting about about UEFN is their payout system, right? I think if they went specific, like the, how, how their payouts work is it's strictly off playtime, right? And you can't actually sell things into the item shop. So like these game developers get a, a percentage cut of the actual like Fortnite shop, which I think is a little bit more limiting. Um, but I would, I eventually, I'd love to develop in Fortnite. I think it'd be awesome, right? I, I like you know FPS games are a passion of mine, which is something that you know isn't really in the Minecraft space and I would say that my specific desires for game design definitely lie outside the the, the gaming or the Minecraft space and I'd love to see Mindplex get to that point. I'd love to see Mindplex become a full-fledged technology slash game studio company. I'd love that, right? But we're sticking to our wheelhouse for now which is Minecraft, right? We're, we got to prove ourselves here. That's way down the line but no, it's it's definitely a lot of things to pay attention to and there's a lot of things to learn from it too. So it's, it's, it's been very interesting to see happen. I guess moonwalking a little bit back to earlier talking about like Mindplex as a server itself etc uh you said like when we log on we're gonna see the, the main hub and uh it's a room for like developers to develop their own games and so how is it gonna work in that sense because firstly i mean you're not changing the hub so it's gonna be the og one and maybe you're up there a tiny bit who knows over time but are we gonna log on is there gonna be different npcs with like a game created by potato pie a game created by insane orbits like how is that whole idea gonna work because you know obviously with mindplace as far as i'm aware java was only getting about 30 players bedrock was getting about two 2000 players so how exactly how are you going to choose who plays like who as in like play accounts right say like the players play accounts aren't as high as you thought they were going to be are there going to be a hundred different games that people can play or is it going to be very very limited to because you know you mentioned how you review you're going to review games in a video in your mm -hmm. uh, little announcement video you mentioned how you're going to review games like the app store but then how do you choose like what games kind of prioritize is they going to because obviously some are going to be hidden in the back some are going to be at the front uh, how mm -hmm. how is how is that all based on the, the we're going to be using like a recommendation system algorithm right and this is something that's still a little bit up in the air about how we're going to execute on it but we've, we're putting a lot of thought into it right because obviously that's a really good question right you know it's it's how do you filter people in the games like what if there's just too many games all this stuff right it, it's definitely something what if there's copycat games right we're, we have not really finalized our our complete approach to it but we do have a general idea we know we're going to be using a recommendation algorithm very similar to like you know i think roblox uses one too where it's like you know hell oh, you're playing a lot of pvp games oh well you can you know we'll like recommend you a pvp section right or we'll recommend you if you play a lot of survival games oh well here's a new long form survival game right well that's the direction minecraft's really gone so that's definitely something that we're going to be looking a lot to we're definitely gonna have the npcs at the front we're going to have a featured game program for people that we really like their project and we want to help them out whether it be sometimes I, I would love to see some kind of funding come up like if the server ends up being profitable um i probably like to be just totally honest with you like i'm probably not gonna be making any money off of it i'm probably gonna put most yeah. like if not all of it right back into uh Which is another into development <laughs> yeah yeah i mean so, well, it's just more interesting. Like, I'd rather, like, again, you can't you can't win and become a successful business unless your consumers are happy, right? So it's probably going to take a year or two of us just making the consumer happy for us to see anything from it, just to be frank with you. And I'm okay with that. Like, that's what I signed up for, right? You know, it's, it's what you're going to have to do. But no, it's it's that that recommendation system probably through, like, a compass portal. Like, you know how uh, on old Mindplex, you right-click the compass and all the games come up, right? We're just going to have to organize that really, really well and, you know, maybe let people select a game genre they're interested in like you know it's 
all up in the all up in the air right now, but we got a pretty good idea about how we're gonna approach that. Aside from that, a lot of the old games NPCs will still be there. We're definitely gonna thin those out a little bit, right? I don't expect all of those games to come back, though. If a community developer wants to take one and make a pitch for it, and we're willing to give it to them, that's you know that's fine. Um, but I think that I would expect it to thin out a little bit and open up more room for community projects, right? Because that's that's what we want to see succeed. Really, is are the community projects. We're not gonna be developing too many games. Frankly, maybe one or two on just on our own. I guess. Keeping so, on, oh, sorry, yeah, go on, Potato. No, no, you go, go, go. I was just gonna say, keeping on this topic for a minute before we like move on to another question you might have, Potato, is like, so as far as I'm aware, it's gonna be fifteen pounds a month for like developers for their own game. And uh, you mentioned how you're gonna take a cut from the earnings. So, say like somebody makes a prison game. Yeah, how are you gonna keep that under Minecraft EULA? Because there's a lot of stuff that you have to be careful of because guns aren't allowed in Minecraft. So you know. How how are you going to work around that? Say somebody makes an amazing, amazing Overwatch recreation. You absolutely love it. You can't publish it. But then what if they spend ages making this? And I, I guess it's their own fault because they didn't check like if they could actually make it. Yeah. And they're spending £15 a month for this development. Come like five months down the line, they spend all this money. You turn around and you're like, oh yeah, we can't, we can't publish this. What exactly happens to their money that they spent? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, one, I think it'd be a little less than £15 because it's in USD. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, two... $15. I should yeah, say. you're sorry. good. You're sorry, good. Two, we are really like once we become sustainable we'd like to see that price point eventually get down to zero right okay. like we don't want people like it's mostly so because like look the company was bankrupt right like I, I i barely saved it just to be totally honest with you um but you know we'd like to see that number go down because we want everybody to be able to develop and we want to lower that barrier to entry even more and make it easier for people who are trying to get into development to be able to develop uh number course, two yeah. it's just ultimately we can't force you to know like we're like we're going to tell you like you have to follow the eula right so if you're not familiar with the eula and you're trying to develop I, I'm, unfortunately that's on you right we can't force that on you right like you got to do the research on the development you got to do the research on the eula and if you put things in the game that are anti-eula and people are mad about it then we're gonna have to say look you need to change these things or like we're just not gonna let you publish your game and that's kind of is what it is luckily we're forward with that before you start development so look I, like if you're not looking this stuff up before you're developing like i'm sorry i'm sorry like you know the eula is pretty clear and luckily you know they actually opened it up pretty uh, like big time i know a lot of creators were the youtubers were upset about it because of like yeah. the minecraft titles or something and i understand that but you know if you're a server maker like them actually allowing like pay to win pve is a big deal right i personally think that you know that that's a big step in the right direction for allowing development to be sustainable in the minecraft yeah. scene right i think that's going to open up a lot of opportunity for people to make new games and actually invest time and, and money into it right because i mean again like the infrastructure costs guys are are exceed what i thought they would be <laughs> right like they're oh, crazy yeah, that's what i hear from everyone yeah oh it's unbelievable no it costs a ton right and that's why we want to that's our mission right to make sure that it's actually sustainable for people to develop in this space it's the most successful game of all time right so yeah it's just look if you don't know the eula i don't know what to tell you uh, you know that's that's on you we, we're very clear that you have to follow it beforehand and if you choose to break it and i think is it what kind of guns are allowed and not allowed because i know like hypixel has some on their servers i think it's like i think paintball would probably be okay yeah, yeah that would probably, probably make yeah. sense because i think it's like, just like yeah. guns guns you know what i'm saying like guns guns that are just yeah. not okay um yeah i guess but like the last thing then before we transition away from this and is i guess it was the original question before i accidentally like moved into the next one uh yeah so, so say like for now it's 15 dollars. obviously it's going to drop to zero uh, al I, alongside that though you said any profits that people make from games obviously you guys are going to take a cut because you know as as you said you are going to be working at a loss but you want to make profit from this like you said as a successful business alongside that mm -hmm. is also making money uh, can i ask what that cut's going to be or is that something that's unsaid right now yeah yeah so it's actually not of profit we we decided to go with revenue share which is actually more 
generous to the creators out there. Okay. So our, our revenue share is going to be 65 for Mindplex and 35 for the creator. And obviously we handle like all the infrastructure costs, like all of uh, like, um, like chat moderation, like anti-cheat, like all that overhead is just out of the way um, completely. It's more competitive than anywhere else that you're going to get an offer from really is because I, th I believe, I believe that Ro like it's, I think Roblox is about like 25 for share and then like an additional 5% based off of like how people, how many people are playing your game also comes into it because again, and that's something we're, ha we're going to have to think about as well because a lot of those PVP games, right? Like they aren't really as monetizable, right? So that yeah. system might not be as favorable to you to make a good PVP game though. Minecraft PvP has definitely been on the downside for the last like you know six or seven years since mm -hmm. I, I'd probably argue since one nine combat. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna be evaluating that as time goes on um, as to like what's what we can do to make it more approachable for people. But that's gonna be the split for now. Is, excuse me, is, is sixty five for for Mineplex's side and then thirty five for the uh, developer side. That's fair enough. Yeah. Cool. So pivoting a little bit here, I feel like the initial Project Ashes announcement video was kind of understood or misunderstood by a lot of players and including myself were pretty confused and disappointed with the announcement i know your style of video is to basically just get in front of a camera walk through some bullet points whether they're like on your second monitor or just in your head and just like talk candidly do you think this is what caused the reaction that it did and or did you like run it through any type of pr first or was that kind of just like from the heart it was kind of from the heart i mean we talked to the ownership team about it because like here, here's kind of the reality like we we can't afford to pay for some big marketing team right <laughs> like yeah. that's just kind of where we're like just to be fully transparent everybody that's just where we're at right uh we knew that there is going to be a lot of backlash at the start um mostly just because when that when change gets announced that's just kind of what happens right it yeah. just is what it is like people are going to be upset no matter what people would have been mad if we didn't announce we were launching 1.8 classic mindplex right but there's just uh -huh. no way that we'd survive as a business that way because that was already tried right and we knew that we weren't going to be able to get back in the future program at least in the short term um so that's just kind of where we had to start like we had to do something new um we wanted to get that out of the way early because we wanted to actually have people to have the time to think about this right because it's something that the minecraft scene hasn't really seen but you know that being said as well a lot of those people who were still like super invested in wanting the old mindplex and wanting all this stuff like you know those aren't the players that we lost over the years right like we have to go get like those are our loyalists right who would just want old mindplex to come back yeah and it just doesn't work and like listen if it could work i wish it could because that's way less work on our end we could boot the <laughs> thing up and we'd be fine right rerun it, yeah. but, but like the reality is that i, I got a deal in reality here fellas i have to deal in reality here we got to make the right decisions and we knew that some people would be upset at first but again i don't think they're really gonna get it until they can have the product in their hands and when they have the product in their hands i think they're gonna like the games that are coming out now i know it's not gonna be the same as old mindplex and if i go back in time and like relaunch old mindplex and have it work i'd love to do that but ask just all of the other networks aside from hypixel who tried to survive in this space and just failed yeah. right and that's just the that's just the yeah like hive is gone cubecraft is doing better right and they're they're, they're doing great um, but look at the long list of networks that had to shut down. We're no different. And that's that's the reality that we got to deal in, right? We have to have something that doesn't just compete in the Minecraft space, but also goes and competes for those swing players that have been dominated on Roblox, dominated on UEFN, right? The competition isn't just in the Minecraft space. It is everywhere. And if we don't have a model that can, that can actually compete with those guys, we stand no chance. 
So adding on to that, what's the plan to like promote Mindplex once it's back up, once it's out there, and to try and capture some of those old players that had like known of the Mindplex brand and server before, played it on a little bit, but have since moved on to like other games like Roblox, Fortnite, whatever else is you know, popping off right now? It's, it's going to be a tough one, guys, to be honest with you, right? Like, you know, I, I think the, the traditional model of just paying creators doesn't work, right? Yeah. Look at look what happened to Tubnet. Like they, they had a right. million dollars and guys, <laughs> hate to break it to you, we don't have a million dollars in the bank, right? Yeah. Like, we can't, I mean, they, we they can't do that. Days as well on stuff that they're paying credits for, and the service kind of just goes back to normal once that yeah, event ends. Yeah. yeah, so that that was why we had the studio approach. Like we, I think the number one thing that I can do in the in the in the short term is just go out and recruit these creators who are making these awesome videos. Like like you know, I referenced Forrest Bono, right? That that like surviving for a hundred days, right? Allowing these guys to publish their content organically onto the studio. That that's our big thing because if you look at it right now, guys, how many YouTubers out there in the Minecraft space are actually posting videos on networks that act like like big creators? There's none. There's, There's none, none. and that's Falling really, off, really interesting. Really. Look at, look at, that's such a massive difference between Fortnite and Roblox, where like every creator's video in those games are on these games, right? But, you know, that's why I was so excited about the studio. It's like, we're the first like network that actually is going to be able to adapt to whatever the creator needs. So our plan right now, and this is going to, this is going to be tough, right? You know, it, it is what it is, but we knew it wouldn't be easy is we're going to have to go recruit a lot of these creators and say, hey, come bring your content on the studio. It's going to be better for your business in the sense that your costs are going to be lowered, right? Because you're going to be able to, one, resell your assets, right? Whatever you want to use to people, you can sell it to them. Two, um, it's a ton of found revenue for you, right? You're doing the exact same work. You're going to be able to connect with your audience and you're going to actually be able to publish this content to your audience and monetize it how you want to, right? This is it, And you don't, you don't have to worry about any of the overhead. Number two, or number three, rather, I think would be probably offering like a plug and play thing where if game developers want to have promotion for their game um i want to try to get a network of creators who want to do this style of minecraft content and offer them a part of the profit share uh for the game so the creators are actually it's not like oh we're gonna pay you one time and then you're done you don't care no like you actually stand to grow and profit alongside the game right um so that that's definitely the three lists of things or the three bullet points that we're gonna have to execute on and we're just gonna have to navigate it the best we can man like i got a lot of friends who did very well in the minecraft scene after i left and i'm just gonna be leaning on those people to try to help us out and just say look like here's where we're at this, the difference between us and a traditional network is that we're actually offering Offering something organic to help this creator scene actually excel and make better content for all of your players out there, right? Because none of the cool, like, like the stuff that people put out there is sick. You know, it's odd. Like some of the hundred day stuff where you're surviving as Zeus, you're surviving as, you know, Hades and Forest videos or, you know, Painful's videos where he's surviving as like in a, in a Lamborghini or, you know, whatever it is. Like the development tools for Minecraft have improved, but all the networks on Java at least have just stayed on 1.8 for seven years and none of it's actually gotten out there to the player. Like I, I refuse to yeah. believe that people don't care about this stuff it's what gets viewership so our, that, that's just gonna be our pitch and it's gonna be hard guys i'm not gonna beat around the bush but you know we know what we have to do and we're gonna have to find a way to make that work and just do the best we can with it i guess with that then and this isn't i i guess i'm me saying this probably makes it sound like it's gonna be a lot worse than it is isn't meant to come off as offensive because i have my main channel has like 37,000 subscribers and i get like 200 views a video but does it worry you that like your mindplex announcement video on youtube got 18,000 views i i mean i know it wasn't like this big I, like it wasn't like a big highly edited trailer but does it worry you a little bit that that video didn't do amazing view wise or have you kind of just ignored the numbers and like constantly like, focused on the project uh, not at all no uh, it's it's our because that's not our model right like our, our model is not to adapt people to us it's to adapt to them right okay. so like say that we get a couple creators on to build their videos on the studio which we've talked to a few people and a few teams and a, a few teams will be coming on we haven't really talked about that publicly too much yet because it's not really our place to right yeah 100%. um 
So again, we're, we're trying to win over the development scene first, right? That, that's our plan, just straight up. That's our plan because the development teams are the ones who execute and make all this stuff happen. They're like the first in line because they create, they source the things that then go out to the consumer, right? Like a lot of these networks try to get the consumer first instead of the development scene first and then it just fizzles out, right? Because they don't have the foundation to actually sustain those consumers. Like the, the development scene in these YouTube teams, which have gotten massive for a lot of these creators, right? You know, it, it's... It's essential to make sure that they're happy because they are the spine that connects everything. So I, I, I'm really not too worried about that. Like we, we knew I was, to be frank with you, I was surprised that our like truth about Mindplex video got a hundred K views. Yeah. I was shocked. You know, I was, was like, wow, lot, you know, yeah. I, I expected a little bit, but I guess, I guess the right, that's how the right thumbnail and the right title goes for you. Right. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. It's, it's again, like we, we're paying a little bit of attention. Right now, we're just focusing on getting the studio out. And, and look, man, we're, we're confident in the development tool we're building. And I think it's going to go a long way. I like the, the, the ability for it. We'll see. I'm, I will be worried if it doesn't apply as well to creators as we thought. That's what I'm going to be worried about because our model is to, again, assist everyone else out there because again say you get a couple creators on right that like you know on, on the youtube teams that we have and all of a sudden the videos they're publishing on the studio are getting 100 million views a month well that's a lot more than any of the other networks out there right so uh, that that's our big plan to get people on is to help the youtubers do a better job and uh you like really augment their community to help them and create a win-win-win for everyone awesome nice you met you talked a lot about the team you talked about like a, a lot about the dev team and stuff and, and uh, behind the scenes uh one thing you haven't touched on and to be honest it hasn't really come up as a topic is the moderation team so you mentioned that in your in your video once again referring to that if anyone hasn't watched it both the videos i'm referring to will be linked below on youtube at least anyways uh you mentioned that you're going to have like a smaller moderation team that's going to be paid and alongside this you're going to give the option for i'm, I'm going to say coda i don't really I, I guess a game developer is probably the better word there uh, you, you mentioned how each of them are going to be able to have their own staff team so how exactly is that all going to work because you know, obviously you're going to have the paid moderation team but if there's a crap ton of games how is that going to work and then each like game developer having their own staff team how are you gonna moderate that staff are you gonna like leave that fully to them and be like yeah if your staff is bad that's your problem or is it gonna be you're gonna because you know how like servers like the high for example they have a whole process of interviewing helpers and moderators or that kind of yeah. thing on any server how is it gonna work with firstly the paid moderation team and then secondly each of the game developers team so to start like our our, our mod team is gonna be global right like they'll be able to enforce punishments on any game anywhere right so like for example if you are cheating and our, our main staff team bans you you're gone from the server like you're, you can't get back on, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, that team, we're gonna kind of get to that when we're ready, right? When we're more so ready to like have the launch and do everything. So we're we I, I have a couple people in mind about who I want to bring on to start, P particularly people who are familiar with cheating, and we want to give them better tools than we had previously. Like our old anti cheat was bad; it was so bad. Yeah. yeah. And granted, like <laughs> server side anti cheats can only go so far. And I think that the Minecraft community is really like, look at this guys. Like think about this for a second. Like even the big games that have client side anti cheats, especially the last four years. Really, Warzone was the game that really took off with this, where they their cheating problem got so bad it was a billion a billion dollar industry like a couple rings in china got busted for out. like 750 million dollars um for just making cheats that were four dollars a day right in warzone like, and you know that that's call of duty imagine what it's like in minecraft where there's no client side protection aside from things like lunar client or like how is that supposed to get to the greater public right um so 
look, server-side anti-cheats can only go so far. However, like we're we're taking a different approach to anti-cheat. I can't talk about it too much because obviously you can't talk about your anti-cheat, but yeah, you know, we're yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be monitoring it pretty closely and making sure things, you know, go smoothly. Um that being said, you know, I'd love to see like there there are plans for a replay system, right? So if somebody gets reported, like we can go or our staff can just Ooh. go back and and look and really see what's happening. We also think that should do a better job of um us like actually being able to get collect better information as to how clients are operating, how new cheats work. Like we just, I want to collect information, right? You have to be able to get a good approach to it. And that, that's where we're like, just nobody frankly cared <laughs> back in the day. I also think a big help is that you aren't seeing as many PVP games as much. So cheating isn't yeah. as much of an impact, but it's still important, right? And you still have to address it. Like Cake Wars is pretty big on Bedrock and everybody, half the questions in our Q&A were Cake Wars coming back? Like, yes, guys. It's <laughs> Cake, Wars Cake Wars is coming back. Yeah. Um, but no, like you, you guys get it. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely an approach that we're going to have to be very very careful with but yeah that's kind of what our staff team is going to be we're going to try to have people on around the clock and even i'll help out as we're kind of ramping up but again we don't know how much player traffic we're going to have so we're going to kind of have to scale as we go and that's just the reality where we're at you know it's yeah it is the mindplex brand but it went under for a reason guys and we took this thing literally from from life support so i all i all i'll ask is for people to bear with us and just know we're putting in our best effort i'm still pretty confident we can execute pretty well um as for the game game studios uh teams yeah like you know the difference between minecraft and, and roblox and these other games is like in the traditional Minecraft server, like you just had more control over who you were banning, what you were allowing on your game. And we wanted to still capture that for all these teams. So you'll have say as to what happens in your game. If you want to mute somebody in your game, you can do that. If you want to ban somebody from your game and not have to really explain it, you can do that. Like you have complete control over your game. You don't like, you can keep someone off your game if you don't like them. It's your choice, but you can't ban them from the Mindplex network as a whole or other titles, if that makes sense. So you'll have control over any of the game types that you have. So for example, as well, I believe this is true and my devs will have to double check with me on this one but say like you have two games on and you want to ban somebody globally from your titles i believe you'll be able to do that that's a cool um, concept yeah, yeah so cool. it's just you know giving we don't want to again the whole point is to enable you right so if we're forcing you to use our team and nitpicking stuff for your games well that's not what you want how how are we doing right by our game studios if we don't give them control of banning and allowing whoever they want that's just not right you know like, mm -hmm. I would, like I, the, the question i asked myself was, was like would this make me mad if i was in the game studio and the answer is yes then i'm not doing it you know <laughs> like, it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 pretty straightforward. So we just wanted people to get their own controls, especially when they want to have their own community managers, like especially the bigger teams. Um, but our, our staff team is more so meant to help out the smaller guy out there who's just like, man, I can't, I can't deal with the, all this stuff. I can't deal with all this overhead. Well, you'll have our tools to help you out. And if things get too tough, then you'll you'll have the options to and the tools to to, to defend yourself and make sure that your game is, is able to execute how you want it. It's a very situational based question that you might not even be able to answer unless it actually happens. But like, say somebody's hacking on one of the game developer servers right and your one of your paid mods goes and bans them uh, and, and then i think as i unless i heard you wrong you said that that's like a ban from the network no matter if you're cheating what if yeah. like the game developer turns around and is like yeah no that's my best friend like they were being silly can you give them a second chance well how, how do you go yeah. about that <laughs> Yeah, that, that's cute. Bye. Oh, like, you, no. don't, you don't care even if they turn around and go like, no, I don't no, quite, no there's no reason. There's no reason for you to be cheating. None. No uh, reason. Uh, Come on. You know, it's I, I, our, our, I, and honestly, like, I want to make cheating bans permanent. I, I thought it was really dumb that our old punishment system was, oh, you're fly hacking, you're cheating? Oh, 30 days. What? I love that answer, by the way. I really what? do. What? Come on. At, at, at a minimum, at a minimum, it should be a year. At a, at a minimum, it should be a year. And I don't even want to do that. Because, because I believe in second mature. chances, man. Yeah, like, 
like, listen, I, you don't want to stunt human growth, right? Like that's, that's the one thing I really like disagree with, with the world nowadays. It's like, I, I don't think p- enough people are getting the chance to grow and learn and change, right? Like I, I, I'm a firm believer in human potential. I, I think our most valuable asset as a species is our potential. I think it's so cool. Like, they, like if I was to think about myself 10 years ago, guys, I was, I was a little dirt ball. Like I was a little punk, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. like you grow up, you learn your lessons, right? You know, it's, that's just time, man. That's just time. And I, I, I want to find a way to where I'm protecting our players, but also letting people grow and change at 30 days is not enough time. I was kind of hoping to hear that answer in all honesty. So I'm glad I yeah. heard that. Yeah. And it's like, look, you know, it's well, first of all, most of these kids who are cheating probably don't care anyway. Right. They're not going to change. They just want to cheat to cheat. But you know, there's, there's, there's a couple kids out there who do, do learn their lesson and I never cheated. Right. You know, I, I was way too competitive. I, I would feel like I wasn't actually winning if I was cheating. You know what I mean? And, and that's, uh, that's the big thing, but no, sorry to go off, like off topic there. Yeah. If, if you're cheating, I, I don't care where you're cheating, right? There's, there's no excuse for that. No, not, not allowed. No, no, no. That's good. Right. So pivoting once again, cross platform, it's a big topic across just Minecraft servers in general, because there's a huge untapped market in Minecraft bedrock. I mean, there's just a huge player base in bedrock and servers have tried. Tubnet has said that they were going to do it. That never happened. It's a year later and basically nothing other than saying, Hey, we're working on it. So how's Mineplex going to be different here? What plans do you guys have in place to actually get cross-platform working if that's something that you guys are still planning on working yeah. on? Yeah, well, Geyser works. Like, to, to be honest, like, I, I think Tubnet was a bit of an outlier. Like, I'm not trying to throw shade or anything here. I wish them success, right? It's, from, from what I've heard behind the scenes, it doesn't seem like, I, I don't know, I, I can't really speak for them, but from yeah. what I'm being hinted at, it's like there was a lot of infrastructure problems and in how it was built. And well, we're not as worried about that. Like, we're sh- I'm sure we're going to run into bugs and stuff like that. Like, like look, Geyser works. So we do understand, however, and listen, you guys are, I'm going to pre- preach in the choir here one of the most frustrating things for me to play against was aim assist in fps games right it makes me yeah. so mad it grinds my gears so trust yeah. me like everybody complaining to me about pvp like being bad versus an unfair versus bedrock player so they have different mechanics trust me i hear you i get it that's what the matchmakers meant to do right like yeah. that's what input preferred matchmaking does but i think I, I have to be careful with how I say this because I don't want to make people mad. You know what I'm saying? But the, <laughs> the, the solution and the industry standard is crossplay. It just is, right? Yeah. It, it's what works. Fortnite's proven it. Roblox has proven it. Even games like Overwatch allow crossplay and quick play in non-competitive environments, right? And how they solve it for unfair situations is the matchmaker. So there's no reason the player bases should be split just from connecting with each other at all just because it's not fair in some games. There's no, like, so we'll let people connect with each other. We'll let people actually interact with each other because that's fun, right? It's yeah. just if the game doesn't really function in a healthy manner and doesn't maintain its integrity, if you have a kid on an iPhone playing against me on Mac mouse and keyboard okay well that's what the matchmaker's for right like you can they, but there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to connect and play together and really like look, look at roblox guys i mean they're 67.5 million daily active right. users daily that is insane Insane, right? You know, so it's just look, it, it's the future, it's what needs to happen, it's the direction the industry's been going for years. There's absolutely no reason not to support it and let the matchmaker do the heavy lifting in terms of whether or not you wanna and listen, if you want your game to be Java only, you can do that, right? If you want it to be bedrock only, you can do that. You got plenty of options, right? Um, but no, I I I was I got a good chuckle out of people saying, You don't understand how unfair it is for bedrock players going against Java players. I'm like, guys, <laughs> do you know how mad Amos made me in every shooter game I play? 
did. I play Overwatch. I play Warzone, right? I was top 100 in all these games, and I was losing yeah. to aim assist. It, I, it made me so mad. I hear you. I know it, and that's why we're giving the game developers the control over. But no, like, we definitely, like, we, we've we been in contact with the Geyser people. I, I think I'm in there in their Discord. They reached out to us, um, and we'll be talking to them if we run into issues. I think I am a little concerned about how Mythic Mobs and Model Engine are going to work um, okay. for the Bedrock player. And again, like, when you're innovating, it's going to be messy, right? We know this. Like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be uh, Rainbow Road over here in Mario Kart, right? Perfect, right? It's going to be, it's going to be tough, but we're going to iron it out over time. And I think there's definitely some functionalities that are already there and good, like the connectivity and stuff. I'm only, I'm not worried about the vanilla stuff. I'm worried about the, uh, like, Mythic Mobs. And you'll probably have to sacrifice some functionality for, for iPhone, right? <laughs> you know, if, if there's, if they, they, like, you know, there's no need for an iPhone to be going up against a crazy boss, right? Um, but we'll, we'll iron that out as time goes on. And I'm still pretty confident. Like, I'm, I'm not worried about the vanilla aspect. I, I'm a trust my dev team. I, I think Geyser works and I would, I, I think Tubnet was a bit of an outlier, but people are right to be concerned and we're, we're going to keep ironing out. Fair enough. So adding on to that, what do you like, what do you think is going to happen with like Bedrock and featuring the server? Is that even going to be possible? Because I know Microsoft doesn't really like like cross play and stuff like that between at least their featured servers and like mm. Java servers and stuff like that. Is there any plans on that? Or have you guys pretty much just decided that featuring the server or trying to get it featured at least is, is that going to be a thing or not uh we're gonna try uh yeah. i don't know if they're gonna want us I, the Fair old enough. owners did not do a great job of maintaining relationships with people oh. uh so yeah i like you know it, it, it is what it is like look we have a lot of hurdles to overcome we knew we we're gonna have to prove ourselves and that's just our main priority right now like look mindplex got to where it was because it made the consumer happy right yeah that's how it won that's what it did um I, I kind of like it this way because it, it means that we have no excuses, right? We like we are at our best when our backs are against the wall, and that's where they are. And we like can you got to ask yourself, you know, can you actually put out something great if you're just able to not have to worry about your consumer as much, right? And like right now, like we just have to. So I think this is going to put us at our best. We, we've we've reached out to them, but there's only so many times you can knock on a door, right? So yep. it's just we, well, we 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 talk to them a little bit, and it's just pretty clear that we're going to have to prove ourselves, and I'm totally okay with that. That's all I've had to do for 10 years, man. I've been in the trenches for 10 years. Every game I've gone to, I've had to go from nothing to something. And so I'm not I'm not worried about it. It's it's nothing new. That's a good mindset to have. Very good mindset. Um with the like with the whole like feature server thing, it's a lot harder to like promote the server on Bedrock Edition. Because I mean, with like Java, I, I'm not saying it's easier on Java, but like the whole adding a server thing is quite easy. But on Bedrock Edition, you can't add a add a server to Bedrock Edition on Xbox easily at all, or on PlayStation. It's like I, I mean, I think there is a way, but it's quite complicated. So, you know, if you mm -hmm. If you don't become a featured server, I mean, essentially Bedrock is just going to be PC and mobile players, like, I guess, like Java Edition, right? I mean, yep. mobile's still a big portion of... Oh, yeah, Bedrock I mean, I just mean still. Xbox and PlayStation players are going to miss out on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not going to be easy. It's not, like, we know it. And, and again, that's what we're counting on our creators, right? Like, the, like so, like, my plan is, that's why we want to get the YouTube scene, right? Because a lot of those YouTube scene are people, you know, who are on mobile, who are on Xbox, who are on PlayStation. If we can adapt and get those people in the door through a lot of these, like, Minecraft butt videos that are frankly just going down the drain right now it's a waste mm -hmm. and these are awesome concepts with awesome stuff like they're like it's actually cool like I, I was i did a lot of research on a lot of these videos and i was like man like i'm i think people actually really like to play this and it just sucks to see that they can't so our goal is to just get people in the door that's our goal get people in the door and i we know it's going to be hard on that bedrock side which sucks because you know mobile gaming in 2020 alone was like 70 percent of gaming revenue altogether so like right, seven, yeah. you know that's like i think it's safe to say that minecraft is about at that 70 maybe more on the mobile console side oh, you know I'd, I'd be willing to say 75 80 percent right who, who knows um but it, it's a big deal and we know that we have to try to get that market it's just it, 
we're going to have to solve some people's problems first. You know, we'd love to get featured again. We would. It's it's definitely on our priority list, but unfortunately, that one's out of our control. So it's also it's also so tough as well, because um, as far as I'm aware, and I could be completely wrong with this. So please correct me if I am. But like with Bedrock Edition, at least if someone wants to make a purchase on on a server like the Hive or you know, like the odd Mineplex, whatever, I'm pretty sure like the App Store, Mine- Microsoft and uh, and the server itself all get like a, a different cut. So how is that going to work when it comes to you? Uh, the the original game dev app store microsoft like is that that's pr- gonna be quite tough to manage surely right uh i actually don't know if we actually are gonna use that system like are you are you asking if we're featured or are you like under the implication that like we're not like are you saying like if we get featured how are we gonna worry about it or how are we gonna worry about it just like right now no we, no like- assuming, assuming you're assuming you're not featured i mean start, can't don't people still have to make purchases through oh, they'll the have app to do it through the website yeah they do they do it through the website right so like we wouldn't they wouldn't be doing that through the app store they'd be doing oh, it through the okay. website so that's as of right now that's not something that we'd have to deal imagine with imagine we're not featured yeah imagine it's not featured for the yeah 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 no we wouldn't we wouldn't be going through their systems um if we're not featured got you okay and then i guess i guess to add on to that again another one because we're talking about the whole like money and contact and things uh it, it's a big question and i'm not once again I, I i'm not sure if you can answer this one but i am curious how you got in contact with the owners because like you said my mind place was on life support it was it was coming to yeah it was dead it was dead and gone i mean i, I got in contact with one of the mods and they agreed to come on the podcast and then essentially ended up not coming on which is completely fine uh but like it was gone so how the heck did you go and <laughs> take take over my flex you know how did you go uh i had to get a little pushy squeaky the squeaky wheel gets the grease right <laughs> yeah um i i don't think there was anyone else who could have bought the company i my, my relationship with the original owners um i mean there's a picture of me at minecon holding defects kid right his newborn baby right oh. it was one of the scariest moments of my life because i never held a baby before i was like i don't <laughs> I was like, guy, I'm in my mind plug show. I'm like, guys, I don't want to hold this baby. Like, I'm scared. I was like, hold the baby. I was like, I can't hold the baby. You know, know, just connections previously, right? Like, again, I was a day one player. So the old owners knew me. Um, And then we, I I reached out to DFAC and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, are you all willing to sell? And it took, you know... yeah, it was it was a process that I don't. No one, just to be frank with you, no one other than me could have pulled off. Um, but we we made it work, so but, I'm happy about that. But why why Mindplex? Like, why did you why did you take over the on Like, because I I can't imagine it's because of the. Yeah. I mean, I know it's partially because of the nostalgia, but I can't imagine that is because of the nostalgia of player counts because the player counts never carried it before it was dead and gone. So why not yeah. just? Is it because Mindplex is already a brand, so it's easier to promote, or because you could have just made it's, your own server, like you know, yeah, your own so, thing? Sorry. I knew that I wanted to get into game design after like the whole Overwatch 2 fiasco, which I won't talk about here too much. Um, I, I wanted to get into game design for a long time, and I think the Mindplex brand is definitely a, despite it, definitely its value being greatly diminished over the years, and frankly, maybe not worth a whole whole lot, right? Um, I think that particularly my name in the Mindplex scene um, would give a lot of people faith that it wouldn't have gotten if it went to someone else. So it's we we had access to parts of a community that were well i'm not even sure if we could say it was worth something because the business went under right so technically it wasn't worth anything technically it's a liability but i i think that it was a better starting point for me because i thought i i could i do think still i could turn this around um but it was something that I knew I wanted to do, and I don't, I just couldn't let it die. You know, I was I was in my bed, and I was sitting there thinking. I was like, well, yeah, it was a matter of time anyway. And I was like, am I really about to let this happen? You know, like Mindplex was huge, man. It was a big part of my childhood of my life. I, I didn't really do it because it was the best. Like, like I'll be frank with you guys, I took on quite a bit of liability saving this thing, right? You know, it's a big, big risk. But you know, 
I knew that there was no one else in the world that could pull this off but me, and I knew I had to step up. And you, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, just real quick. Like you know, it, it, life's short, guys, right? And I, the code that I've tried to live my life by is that I want to live with no regret. And so, so I asked myself. I said, if I look back on my life, and I knew I always wanted to do game design, and this is my origin story. There's so many people who would want to see this thing live that actually cared about it. Will I regret it? And I, the answer I thought would be yes. So I decided to make the call to do it. And I, I don't regret it yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll but I'm not see, too worried we'll about it. We'll see, man. These 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 Minecraft the Mindplex kitties have been building me on build servers and putting pictures of like it's been will there's there's been some weird stuff, man. Like I don't know how to <laughs> keep talking to people. Like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody deal their own thing. But Simito, I'll be on Mindplex. <laughs> yeah. Like I like I don't know how much I'll be playing, to be honest with you. Maybe just designing games and getting them in the right hands, because that's a big part of managing that I've learned over the years. It's like, you know, you don't want to come in and be the guy to do it all. You want to listen and find the right people who care and give them the tools to succeed. And that's actually something that I've flipped around. Like I used to think that I had to do it all myself, be the best, do all this stuff, like hit rank, like do all this stuff, right? Lead my team, right? And I realized that I had such a backwards view on the world and it's, it's about listening to the right people and helping them build something successful. So yeah, I kind of went on a tangent there, but that, that's kind of why, like I, I knew that if I didn't do it, nobody would, nobody could. So it's, it kind of, it's why I, I think it's why I was put on this earth to be honest with you. Like this is, this is what I was born for. And I just had to do it. There's no one else who could. It's a very generalized statement about it. I like, kind of just based on what you said, aren't you just essentially saving like, you know, saving is, is what we're going with here. Uh, because I mean, you are right now. Are you just saving the name of Mindplex? Because you know, you said that you want to bring it back to like its former glory and stuff, but it's mm. not like I mean, like you said, the old concept of Mindplex didn't work, so bringing it back would just be pointless like that. Uh, so you're obviously changing it all. But would that would that still be like? Would you still count that as saving the old Mindplex, or would you say it's like you're saving the name and re uh, remaking it? Yeah, I, I would. Know, I can't think of the word. You're, you're saving the soul, right? You're saving the soul. You're saving the heart, and that's what made it the game. That's what made the game alive. You know, one one of the people I looked up to, even though I disagreed. With his design philosophy in the last couple of years with Jeff Jeff Kaplan, who uh, was the deep uh, game director okay. of Overwatch, and uh, you know he he talked about the heartbeat of a game and the soul of a game, right? And making it feel alive. Like Mindplex will still feel alive, though it's changed a little bit. Its old essence is still absolutely going to exist. And I'm not ruling out the possibility should things work based on how our business model is going to work and because of the studio and how we're hosting things in the cloud now, right? Yeah. The possibility of a classic Mindplex release is absolutely on the table. I'd be remiss to ignore the success of WoW Classic or RuneScape Classic, right? Those games are very, very successful. That traditional 1.8 Mindplex release is absolutely still on the table. It's just we can't start with it, right? We need a sustainable business that will work in the future. And then one day, it absolutely is possible to do something like that. And it's something that I am considering without a doubt. It's just a matter of our, like, I just can't have that be step one. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that's that, yeah. So yeah, that's that just, just to throw that out there. So on the topic of old Mindplex and new Mindplex, for players that are still skeptical about the new Mindplex and just want the old one back, what do you have to say to them that can kind of convince them to try the new server? And is the new version even going to be like comparable to old Mindplex? Or yeah. like, should players just be... Hub, yeah, yeah like, like the hub and stuff like that. But I guess just the overall experience. I don't know how to really like... Yeah, it's like the games will still be there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you're, you're still going to be able to play your old games. And actually, it's going to be... They're like, I, I think once they see... Like once we're able to showcase like the dev environment and like what is actually compatible and what mythic mobs can do like guys like the, from clans bosses to 
like Dragon Escape right. with like a custom di like the amount of different cool custom things that you can build are exponentially more than anything old Mindplex could do. And that was the big reason I wanted to go 120. Like no one's really seen what's possible yet. Because the big the big Java network is Hypixel and they're still on one eight, right? Well, I think they're compatible with one seven actually. Um, yeah. You know, and like you have some other networks doing some other stuff, but it, it hasn't been mainstream Minecraft on the Java side of things yet, right? Like it, even on Bedrock, because the Bedrock the, the tools don't exist there yet either, right? Like this stuff is freaking sick, and I think once we like I like this is what I knew going into it, like we're gonna have to actually show people what it can do, and once you start seeing like teasers like the boss, like the, like the boss, I'm not gonna say its name yet because I don't want to spoil it for people. But the boss that we showcased a little bit of. Once you see, I saw that. That um, was really cool. Yeah, dude. Once you see the furniture you can use, <laughs> right? Like it's guys, it's crazy. It's it is it literally is a whole new game, and the possibility for the types of games you can put out is so exciting that I like I'm, I'm I was hooked. Like I can't tell you guys how many nights I've been going around just writing game design docs and like changing things and putting down cool assets that I want to use. And this is it's so great too because even on the modeler side of things, the artist side of things, the builder side of things. The amount of projects and like actual income that these people can end up getting if this thing works, they're gonna be able to find so much more work and hopefully make full time livings in Minecraft as well, like just putting stuff out there and doing well for themselves. Like that's the goal, right? Um, so look, I we're gonna have to show them uh, potato pie, and I, I'm excited to. I think once they see it, they're gonna want to log on. Okay. Like even our Phoenix pet that I kind of teased a little bit, I haven't showed the animation for it. It's gorgeous. I haven't even showed the baby version of it yet. Like we're kind of, I'm kind of waiting. I, I I get a little excited and end up leaking stuff when I feel like it, um, which I probably should stop doing. Um, but, uh, you know, like I, I think the second they see it, they'll understand because it just, it looks sick. It plays sick. It's, it's literally old Minecraft on steroids and I'm really excited about it. That sounds great. Um, you touched on like the Phoenix pet, which is, it does look really cool. I mean, you know, on Mineplex from the ashes and stuff like that, it does look really sick. Uh, that kind of leads into the Mineplex merch store. So I took a, look, a little look at it earlier. It, it's interesting. You, you, I, I got like labeled as merch, but, and I know. I just looked incorrectly here and I apologize if I do. I did see that there was like a rank for uh, I think I, I think it, this was in British currency. It was like 120 pounds. And you get like a, a rank on the I'm server, founders, I think. Yeah. And then you get yeah, it's the founders. You get a jumper. When you say merch, is that like is that the only merch that or did I just not if I did I just not figure out how to find like t shirts and stuff like that? Oh yeah, no, there's merch. Yeah, there's like t shirts and stuff on there too. Did, um, I just, did I just was I just not able to find that then? I, I, yeah, I, I guess you just probably, I think you probably click on the founders bundle stuff. Uh to be clear as well, like the idea like how ranks are gonna ranks aren't really gonna exist on mine mineplex anymore like it's their titles essentially right so like this is why we can't change our model as well which is why i really hope we can get people's old stats and stuff back um uh, because like we don't stand to gain anything from people losing them right like our new business model like it doesn't rely on ranks like at all um so hopefully we can get those back but basically like you'll get an exclusive badge on mineplex for those of you like who supported us and helped us like all that money is going to infrastructure costs to get started so that we can hopefully operate for a month or two or i really longer right once we actually show off the gameplay and stuff yeah um but yeah there's there's definitely some merch on there too i i, I was a little surprised like as to how much the the ratio from digital bundles sold to merch sales but again most people want to get on and play the game they don't care about the shirts the merch was sick i actually it's actually pretty comfortable i got one of the mindplug shirts on so it's 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 pretty comfortable um but i'm not sure if i even answered your question sorry <laughs> no no i mean you you technically did i was just i was just I, I mean it was just a general it wasn't really a set question it was me just talking about it as a topic so whatever you like responded to it was essentially an answer it's just like um, like with with the ranks and stuff, I I kind of took a browse through them. The founders, the founders one, I I gotta say, does look pretty cool. I mean, obviously it's expensive, but 
but fair enough it's expensive and like it makes sense that to, as to why it is mm-hmm. but like um i mean as as so much like because i didn't find it i do have to ask and i'm sorry i didn't do the research on this which is my bad what um what physical merch is there that you're selling as of right now oh just uh two different t-shirts and a or no three different t-shirts actually and two hoodies no socks wow now well we thought about socks but we wanted to keep it simple for now we can we can do some socks later i was gonna cop some mindplex <laughs> socks yeah yeah dude i could i could rock out some mindplex socks man get a little phoenix on there uh that'd be great you know, or, or like the mascot version of it you know i could do it i want i want some mindplex socks man i mean i wear um i got sent like Prof merch back in 2021 so i, I wear that as like pajamas now did, yeah, did they I have like, socks they didn't have socks sadly they had t-shirt uh, uh, stars <laughs> yeah that's we got like socks, four or five like, t-shirts from that's, it. that's yeah. what we should have done man we should have done the socks that's that's you what were, it was yeah you really did miss out on like a bit i bet they would have like, sold out <laughs> yeah probably Pro- honestly probably gamers were you know what gotta know your market gotta know your market exactly. rookie mistake on these kids wear socks oh my goodness i mean i bet like i i reckon you probably have like overwatch socks surely no no I got, I got some t-shirts i don't think they made socks i don't know if they if they wow. did they're, missing out, got, they're missing out as well <laughs> i've got like an overwatch league hoodie rest in peace um Ooh. i've got um i've got a couple hero shirts that they sent me back in the day that's um, cool so i got a hanzo jacket too it's pretty sick Ooh, it's got his like nice. sleeve on it so it's got his like tattoos on it they're pretty cool that sounds sick all right, back to Mindplex. I saw you say something about a holiday close beta. How's that yeah. going to work if it's still in the works? Um, it's It will be like pay to access. So like the Iron Founders bundle is just a $10 beta access, right? And okay. it's just going to be logging on. Um, you just are able to get on and play, right? It's more so of a test for us to make sure the infrastructure is working smoothly, find out the big bugs before we launch and you know, ideally have like a, a giant mess that's like, oh, this was broken. Like, look, guys, game development, things are going to break, right? Yeah, Nothing right. goes as planned. <laughs> that's, that's the golden rule, right? Nothing ever goes as planned so we just want to give ourselves some time to actually get on that um we will see i i, I would well I, i'd like to get it out as soon as possible but it depends on how development progresses right so yeah fortunately yeah. that one's out of my control but i've got plans for everything thus far so we'll, we'll, we'll see awesome how long uh how long is that close beta hey if you i mean if you have any idea that uh I, how long is it gonna well, be around we'll for? I, you know it, it depends on how like one once we actually announce it how how like sales go right if a the ton of people buy yeah. it and they want it on longer right then yeah we'd like to leave it on longer and it depends on which holiday it's for is the question yeah. that's the real question right like because yeah. for example say you want to do a halloween one right well you can't have a halloween one up all of november it's like thanksgiving <laughs> season it's christmas uh, season right and then people get stingy about that too like the christmas tree up like that's a big thing right like yeah. if, if you put up the christmas tree early people get freaking mad um <laughs> or they like it you know you never know if you um, take it on late as well yeah it's a huge thing and it's a huge thing like in america where people debate each other about when you can start playing christmas music i'm right, i'm a yeah. believer it's like it's got to be after thanksgiving right i agree um, but yeah. you know some people don't and that's cool like eggnog season i love eggnog so it's it's whatever <laughs> um i i think if it happens later and we're farther along in development then it can be longer um but if it's sooner it'd probably be a bit shorter maybe like five or six days um but everybody be able to keep their progress from that beta going forward and we probably you know i'll probably i'm done to throw in well I want to throw in a little bit of extra for people and who who have supported us, and I, I have a couple of ideas as to how to do that yet, but I can't talk about the specifics on that yet. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, did you have anything else, Potato Pie, or should we move into like partial Twitter questions? I think we'll just get into Twitter questions and see what the community has for us. Okay, so we have two Twitter questions: one from one I picked and one that Potato Pie picked. Uh, this Twitter question also links into one of my questions, and I think you're gonna like this topic a lot. I think you're gonna really enjoy talking about this <laughs> just based on you, and because it's kind of partially out. Uh, it's mindplex, but like it relates to our mindplex. So this is coming from Furcon, and they were asking about that thing. Said, "I'm curious as to whether you have plans for a competitive scene." 
non-mindplex. To add to that with like my wording of the question is, will we ever see mindplex introduce an esports aspect? Because, you know, that's a big thing you're in, in, into. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen any of the tweets. I'm not sure how much you follow the Minecraft Minecrossing. There's a lot of the MCSR, there's MCSR ranks happening this weekend. Uh, there's mm. a lot of like Minecraft speedrunners who really would love to get like an esports going. And obviously mindplex wouldn't be like speedrunners. Oh, speedrunners could work. So yeah, I didn't even think see, about that. Yeah, they've, they've been, oh, they've been like, I know Corey Way is like a big advocate for like adding esports to Minecraft speedrunning. So like, yeah, would, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what the rank system's for, right? And that actually is something that could work pretty well with speedrunning because, you know, the combat's kind of fallen off a little bit, but speedrunning could absolutely be done in a competitive manner. Yeah. I mean, listen, any, we're going to be paying pe pretty close attention to like competitive leagues that pop up or just helping people like set them up. Like our infrastructure is going to be able to support it, right? Very easily with ELO system. I mean, tournament systems could be cool at some point too. Um, yeah, that's the intent. I mean, I think those kind of scenes are what drives people's interest and really gets people motivated. And that's the, again, guys, that's the beauty of the studio. It can adapt to anything. And that's not something no other network has ever been able to do. It's like, if you want to start like Minecraft speedrunning, it's, it'll be 10 times easier for you to do that in a competitive nature. And if any like big creators out there or small creators, whoever like wants to start a league, cause back in the day on Mindplex, there was the, uh, there was the MCL game, the Mindplex competitive league game. I got rank I one in that and everybody that. accused me of, everybody accused me of cheating. I was like, no, right? Like, like, <laughs> I, like why would I, like, y'all should have been there in the admin meeting is, you know, I only played like 50 games, like maybe less than that, right? For a couple videos, but there were these guys who were grinding, right? Just going off topic a little bit here. And we were in the admin meeting and I hear the admin who's in charge of QA go, oh no. When they were like pulling up the leaderboards, because these guys were posts on the forums talking about who's rank one, who's this? He goes, oh no. And everyone's like, what, what's wrong? Like they thought the, the system broke, but I just kind of knew in my gut because I, I went up against their four stack and I beat them just solo like i <laughs> smacked him and he and i go I, i'm rank one aren't i and he goes yup oh. <laughs> they were so mad they were so mad oh, it was so funny um but yeah there was there was mcl there was bcl for bridges ccl for champions right and those were all thriving scenes and they kept mindplex alive for a long time my i would love and to do anything i can to help those guys succeed and we're giving them the tools to be able to run it on their own and be they'll be able to make their own um like if you don't like some abilities like i think because they're in the tournaments and how the studio set up you know you'll be able to change around like, like call of duty league for example like the, the how the call of duty league plays like the rule sets are different from the actual game right yeah. so there are things people don't like you know you'll be able to do anything and i think actually the speed running aspect that's really really interesting and i'll probably start to i'll try to reach out to people to see if that's something that they would be uh interested in because we can easily support that like easy like cakewalk like studio could do that like there's no tomorrow right so that's a, a great point and the, to answer that question 100 absolutely i think competitive nature is exactly what gets people invested into something they're doing and making sure there's a fair risk to reward and a fair learning curve um, that makes you actually want to grind, discover new ways to get better. Um, that that discovery aspect is just so essential in gaming. That's what made Overwatch so beautiful back in the days. Like there were so many different ways to win that you just had to discover so much. And that skill floor of something and the skill ceiling when it comes to game design, it's imperative that those are as far apart as possible, increasing the longevity of play for players. And I think competitive scenes do a great job of capturing that. I mean, uh, like, like as, as I kind of touched on earlier, this weekend from when we're recording this and uh, it would have been announced as long as it went through so I mean if it isn't announced and this was the original plan uh, we are having the owner of this come on next week's midweek MC which is pretty cool uh, it's called MCSR Ranked so it was made by someone called Oliver Speedrunning it, uh, it has like uh, people like Corey Feinberg all of them are part of it like the big speedrunners it's essentially uh, every single month uh, you play speedrunning against other people same seed same 
everything and it's and it's a ranked system and then at the end of like i think it's like a two-month period i could be wrong yeah that's uh, the right. top the top like i think it's like 20 people uh like play against each other and then they go into a bracket which is happening this weekend from so like for us it's this weekend of recording now and uh they like go into a bracket and they won't be one until there's essentially a final so there is essentially a ranked there is a ranked aspect of it because they created it from scratch which is really really cool by the way but there's not like there's not really an esports around it because like esports just won't really they touch the minecraft scene for some bizarre reason and maybe well, that's they were minecraft about problem. to they were about to and then 1.9 came out so like bad right. lion yeah. had uh, their partnership with esl and i think it actually would have worked um i would say on the pvp side of things it's it's harder because minecraft's netcode isn't uh it's not designed it's not to great. be for esports right <laughs> yeah. um like it functions for survival however for speed running and that idea and that survival aspect absolutely could work so yeah like listen if they uh if they want to do anything with the studio um you know they're free to come our way we'd love to help them there we go. I mean, I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> awesome. And then I guess right. your question, Pater? Yeah, so the other Twitter question, the one that I picked out, um, was from Forrestic Nerd, and they asked, how many old Mindplex games have a development team at the moment? And to add on to that a little bit, I know you mentioned in the Project Ashes video that I think it was Super Smash Mobs and one other game, was it Champions? Castle Siege and Clans. Clans, okay, yeah. Those already all had development teams. Have any other? Have any? Has anyone else stepped up for developing other games for mindplex or is that going to be done in-house by you guys or what's the plan with that a lot of people reached out uh champions is also going to go to the clans guy because he's got the better pvp they, they've got the plugins for it and i actually like the idea of their new kit called warlock which we didn't have back on mindplex perks of never right right going past 1.8 a lot of cool stuff you can do um we we've had a ton of people reach out um, we're going to cross that bridge when we get there, right? Okay. Like goal number, like I, there's no point in me selecting people to do stuff until the dev environment's done. Once that's Make done and we're actually able to open up development people to people publicly, um, in like an alpha or something, then we're going to start digging around, um, hearing out what people have to say, showing a lot of them have projects that are already built that can just be imported into the studio, like directly, um, very, very little work at all, uh, which is again, perks of the studio. Again, we are like, people aren't ready for the volume of content that we can put out. That's they're not going to understand until it's done um but uh yeah no we're, i've had a lot of people reach out we're, we're looking around um we will see as like some here's the thing some games are better off just going open source right and sense. again this is where it gets like dragon escape right it's like you know when people build cool parkour maps wouldn't it be sick if like that that was like some kind of community like just you guys updated as you go right yeah Th some of those games i think are better just open source but then again how do you re reimburse people for playtime right and that's where we have to consider the roblox or not the Roblox mod. I guess Roblox does it too, but more so like the Fortnite-esque aspect of things where it's like, okay, well, how do you monetize parkour, right? Yeah. You know, how, like how the revenue share wouldn't be fair to the players or the people making the games or making the maps because it's like, how do you, you know, like it's, it's, it's we'll, we'll have to think of new innovative ways to do that. And it's, it's a puzzle that I'm excited to solve because I just like doing stuff like that. Um, but like, for example, Dragon Escape, like it'd be cool if parkour was community-based, right? Definitely. So I don't know. Um, yes, I had an idea for you here maybe i don't know uh, it could just be like you know someone makes some it makes a parkour thing they go into it knowing that they're going to be spending money well, at least for the most part until hopefully you put it down to zero dollars like you want to which is going to be cool if you can succeed in that uh like they know they're going to be going into it spending 15 dollars a month and maybe just like add a rank like a support the creator rank where they can just purchase it to support the person who made the parkour like it doesn't oh, have to, it doesn't always have to be like oh yeah you're doing this a lot of people might just want to produce their stuff and think and use mindplex as a really really cool place to do this knowing 
think that they're going to be putting money into it to put it out there and not get anything in return like a lot of people would be happy i mean it's like with the podcast like i haven't earned any revenue from this in the last well i guess i've only really been taking it properly seriously again for the last like six months i haven't earned anything from it but i know like i'm spending money to do certain stuff and i know that i'm doing this but i'm passionate about it so i'm happy to put the money in you know yeah yeah definitely i i think yeah not a bad idea at all i definitely something we can do it wouldn't be hard well and again too like with with how our payment system's set up and the studio set up like you can buy individual ranks and perks in each game so that's that's not something that's like technologically impossible for us it's, it's probably actually pretty easy so yeah so. nice just an idea yeah, no it's a good one i mean i guess i guess we've pretty much covered everything today then this, i mean this actually went on quite short it's only been an hour and 10 minutes but i know keep... time flew by but this is great we yeah usually for me i ramble all day so you guys got <laughs> yeah you guys got lucky <laughs> well, I mean, we, we covered every aspect though which is nice you know no we uh, did you guys no it's been great it's been great i actually had a lot of fun I, I get lost in ideas sometimes and i just i don't shut up so is there anything else you wanted to kind of like mention regarding mindplex anything that we haven't covered but you'd love to talk about I don't know, there, were, there were some eula concerns where people were trying to say like too bad it breaks eula it actually doesn't like there was there was a big concern about crowns right in that like there's something in the eula that states um you can't cash out like a virtual currency and crowns aren't like that. Like no one's going to be able to cash out crowns. They're a measurement tool, right? Like we take the money and basically what ends up happening is like the crowns and where they're spent help us measure like where that money goes. It's like these, these individual creators aren't actually cashing out crowns. It's they're just getting the revenue share for what they deserve. So it's not like a, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that was a big confusion point where people were like, well, this is good to you. They're cashing out. It's like, nobody's cashing out. Right. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like you can cash it out or like sell gift cards of it. Right. It's not possible, right? That's just not what it is. Um, there was some confusion around that, but I think we uh, ironed that out pretty well. I'll tell you what, I'll say one thing as well. Like, I, I mean, I was I was excited for the whole Rosanna Mindplex and I was excited to see what happened. But like, and I, I was I was never like eerie about it. And, I, and I, like, so it's going to come off like this. But after talking to you, I feel a lot more positive and a lot more confident, a lot more like excited to see where my, because essentially when you when you talked about the return and then when finding out it wasn't going to be Mindplex and it was going to be this whole new thing, I wasn't too clued up on it. But after talking to you today and covering everything and you being able to kind of voice like voice our questions if that makes sense i feel a lot more like happy with this return idea i'm not saying i wasn't happy in the first place because it's poor wording but now we could have done a better job explaining it too but again like there's nothing the way that we want to talk is by showing right so we know we know we have to do it and i think like we know that when we actually show people what it's capable of they're gonna start to get it and say wait a minute this is actually pretty dang awesome and that's that's we're kind of like listen we're gonna have to grow organically it's it's not going to be easy we're going to have to fight tooth and nail for our survival and uh we're, we're counting on the og mindplexers to carry us through and then we're going to hopefully show the world what we can do and well really it's it's funny because we're not showing the world what we can do is we're letting people out there show the world what they can do and that's the beauty of it there's 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 one thing that i learned um over the years is that there's always someone better and that's what makes life fun because if you were just yeah. at the top of your game and like you thought you were the best and there wasn't any room to improve or do anything different you know how miserable the world would be it would be awful right but luckily there's always someone better out there and there's always unexplored talent and until you find it you know it's it's just they're, they're, it's just beautiful you know that's the beauty of it and our, our model is going to support that talent so we'll see that's great yeah. Well, with that being said, then I think, like I said, we've we've covered every single aspect of it. I mean, if there's anything unsaid, then you know, I mean, maybe when Mindplex gets released and everything happens, maybe a few months down the line, if if you're happy to come back on and we can talk about like the release itself, if if that's something you're interested in. Up yeah, to just let me know, guys. My our, our our policy is my family policy back at home. Our door is always open. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I shot my shot as well. It was a big a big shot in the dark. <laughs> it paid off. I was I I, I remember messaging Pater 
reply when like I replied to your tweet, I was like, this could be huge. <laughs> and, then, and, you, and then you replied back, and I was like, no way. Um, so you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, listen, no problem. Listen, we're we you, you if you want to win people over, you gotta start getting down in the trenches with everybody else and grinding every day. That's my policy. Get in the trend. That that's where the disconnect comes in when the owners go off their own direction, right? Be like, no, right. like this, like our business, our entire model is for the trenches. That's where I've lived for ten years, right? Like that's what we need to do. That's where we're gonna win over. And I I can't wait to show people what we can do. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun ride. That's all I can say. It's gonna be a fun ride from the ashes. <laughs> from the ashes, baby. From the ashes. Uh, with that being said, then before I do wrap up with the outro, is there anything? I mean, I know we've technically done it, but yourself, would you like to buy anything? Your Twitter, I believe you stream. I know I know you tweeted earlier that you weren't streaming. Anything just so people can find you personally. Maybe if like they join your stream, and might have any other questions regarding Mindplex. Uh, if you'd like to promote that, I'm good. I, my my content kind of differs a lot from what's okay in Minecraft. Like I I'm much more mature. Like it's kind of like Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares versus when Gordon Ramsay's cooking with kids, uh, right? You know, yeah, it's just, it's right. like very yeah. different, right? You would get it. You're a Brit. You understand, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, you know, it's just, listen, go, don't, don't support me. Go, go find a lot of these up and coming studios and go support them, right? Like play ethos, uh, the smash reborn, uh, better PVP clans, you know, go, go support these studios that are going to be out there grinding, making content for everybody. Those, those are the people who deserve all the credit. We're, we're nothing special. There we go. Something, something nice and wholesome to see off the podcast. Well, thank you again for joining us today Samito and thank you Potato Pie for being the co-host and, and covering for AJX this week. This has been oh. Midweek MC talking all about the brand new release of Mindplex and hopefully when it does release we can we can get Sam back on to talk about the release itself. I thank you all for watching. Stay safe. Don't eat too much bread. Pieces.